Oh my gosh, you guys, how is it 2024 already? <laughs> Hi, and welcome back to Long Shot Ballerinas. I hope everyone had a wonderful new year. I hope the first week of January is treating you very well. And I hope that Spitfire does not scream too much through this recording, but I apologize in advance. So I'm on a little bit of a time crunch today. Uh, you'll notice that this episode came out a little bit later than I usually like to, and it's going to be a little on the short side. But still, we are talking talking about a very important topic, which is age in ballet. And I'm, I think we're kind of just scratching the surface today. And I'm sure um, it's a topic I'd like to have some guests on to talk about as well. So we'll just kind of dig through a few of the... Um, maybe mental problems that you run across if you're someone who is a little bit older, either starting your ballet journey or maybe you're like me and you're kind of coming back to it, trying to get more serious, but you don't know how. And um, yeah, we'll just kind of talk through that a little bit. I'm also going to be announcing an exciting little giveaway at the end of the episode. So please stay tuned. Again, this will be really short, um, but there's some really fun things. I have a handmade uh, pink bow bag that I made with lots of love. <laughs> it's like the third thing I've ever crocheted in my life, but it came out really cute. And then I filled it with some fun things for ballet as well as some useful things too. So stay tuned to the end of the episode to find out the parameters to enter the contest. It's very easy uh, and it'll be over on Instagram. So if you haven't started following yet, or maybe you're just new and you're just catching us on this episode, please go follow me at the long shot ballerina on Instagram. So first thing I'd like to do is wish my friend Veronica Vicora a very happy 30th birthday today. You can follow her over on Instagram under the same name, and she also has a YouTube channel. Her content is super fun, entertaining, and she is so sweet, you will fall in love with her. So check her out on social media. But she sends out a newsletter every once in a while, and today's was um, addressing her turning 30 and how it was so much different than she anticipated um, in a positive way. But that got me thinking about being somebody in their 30s um, and also all of the people I have observed still dancing into their you know, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s in some instances, and how those people are really inspirational to me, not just because I am getting older, but because they have a lot to share and they have a lot of value just by virtue of being alive longer and seeing more and experiencing more. Um, and how I think, at least in America, we have this sort of, you know, fetish for youth and for, um, we kind of assign all of the value in life to people who are younger or to, you know, there's so many, there's so many products to keep you young, the things, to, you know, the perfect diet to eat to keep you young, like it's, you know, this anti-aging, right? That is the term is anti-aging. And if you think about it, this ugh, it's kind of it's kind of mean it's sort of mean because one i believe very strongly that we are very lucky if we get to grow old we are incredibly privileged to be old because some of us don't make it past our first birthday some of us don't make it past our 15th birthday um, people die all the time for all kinds of crazy reasons, you know, crazy diseases or crazy you know, accidents or war or, you know, just violence that was unexpected. Um, and so it is a privilege to get old. So why exactly are we so just ignorant and we spend so much time burying, rather advertently or inadvertently, the older population? right? It's like, we want to leave our parents. We want to, you know, grandparents take too much time. We want to, you know, and, and I'm speaking very generally and I don't feel this way personally. And I know a lot of you don't either, but um, it's uh, very much the focus of our attention is on the youthfulness of a population. 
And especially in dance when, you know, basically you, you are, you are geriatric when you're 35 and you're a ballerina, right? Because it's taken so long and you've beat your body up so much and you've done so much hard work that it's kind of where a lot of people start to get chronic injuries and it becomes, um, it's not fun anymore, or it's just too hard to keep up uh, with the people who are younger, younger than you, better than you, um, have more stamina, have more strength. It's a, it's an up word climb. It's an uphill climb to hang on to those careers for a lot of people that are professional dancers. And whether that's by virtue of, you know, bad training or bad practices, there's a, it's, it's really, there's a lot of variables, but either way, it's like, if you are older doing ballet, either you're, you know, you've already been an amazing, incredible dancer and you've got a career and people love to watch you dance. And so you, you keep your work or you just stop being cast, you know, you just fade away and they go, okay, well, we're not going to cast you anymore, but we're not going to fire you, but we're not going to cast you. I read lots of stories about people who have that experience where they just sort of become invisible, slowly fading (laughs) into the margins. Now, if you're a professional dancer, I think that there is a level of fitness and um, performance quality that you have to maintain in order to, you know, um, I guess just be an effective artist and be uh, an effective tool for a choreographer, somebody to create works on you. So if you have limitations, the limitations are limitations. And it's not to say that's good or bad, but you know, that, that runs into things, but, um, but that doesn't necessarily mean that that comes along with age, you know, depending on how we take care of our bodies, depending on what genetics we have. I mean, gosh, you could just have won the genetic lottery and your joints are flawless and wonderful. Or you had parents that made you eat a lot of, you know, you were, you've been taking fish oil supplements since you were five, <laughs> you know, I, I don't know, I'm making that up, but something like that, where it just so happens to be lucky you, you know, it's, it's not always in the cards for everybody. Um, but I think that I think that if we treated our elders a little bit better, people wouldn't be so terrified of being old, of gro- of growing old, you know, of of existing longer than you know. Life isn't over when you turn thirty. I think people are starting to get that feeling. But life also isn't over when you turn fifty. Oh my gosh! And so many people I know at my job, they're there because it's their retirement job or it's their second, whatever, they've always wanted to be a flight attendant. And now they are, and they're just having the time of their lives. And they're, you know, 50, 60, my dad became a flight attendant just for a short time. Um, when he was 65, he was hired by a major airline and, and he, and he did that because he wanted to, he wanted to do it. And I'm lucky I've always had kind of examples like that of my parents who are obviously older than I am, um, kind of pursuing things they wanted to do, regardless of whether somebody said, oh, well, you've missed that boat or, oh, you know, like, oh, you shouldn't be doing that. Or, um, you know, kind of just, uh, we talked about it in an episode previously to this one where you just say, you know, you just have to say F it and, and, and do what you want because you're the only one that's going to live with regrets. And I think, you know, that comes to people more naturally, the older that you get because you reprioritize. And so you're able to see things a little more clearly and you're able to make decisions that are more informed and are more aligned with who you are as a person. And I'm sorry, but you just don't know that when you're 20. You just, you don't, I I don't think anybody does. I think we think that we do. (laughs) I think we think that we do. And you may have a good idea. Like I'm still the same person. I was when I was five. I really am. I I love animals and, and I'm goofy, you know, like I've always been the same, but now I'm able to make choices with myself in mind, um, and what's best for me. And I didn't, I wasn't able to do that when I was 20. I wasn't, I was people pleasing. I still people please, but, um, 
you know, it's just, it's a wonderful thing to be an older person, I think. I, I'm so excited to be like little wrinkly old um, bird lady out in the park feeding my birds. I mean, I'm, I'm already doing that. That's what I do on my off time is feed birds. And, and I love it. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm embracing that now. I don't want to wait until I'm, just, you know, 80 years old to do that. But, uh, but I look forward to that because I think there's a lot of um, peace that can come with that if you are observant and you keep learning um, as an individual and you grow. And then to, you know, kind of bring this back around to ballet class, uh, every time you step into a studio and open class as an older person and there's someone who's younger than you sees you having the time of your life, trying really hard, um, you know, giving your full effort, um, you are an amazing example for that person who maybe they wouldn't come back. Maybe they didn't have good examples, you know, their class before. Um, maybe if you weren't there, they wouldn't return and they wouldn't keep trying this thing because maybe they are in their 20s. Maybe they are 25, 26, 27, and they already feel like they are super old, you know, because you do. I felt old when I was 25. It felt so old because I don't know why. It just does, right? Every age that you are, you just kind of look back and you see um, the years coming on. And it's it's such a weird, surreal experience because it keeps happening. It's not something that goes away. But, um, but you know, that person might see you at 50 looking just beautiful and having such a joyous experience and doing really well technically. And, you know, um, like I said, pursuing something with intent and with joy that now you have inspired them to come back like my parents did. They inspired me to, you know, always be trying new things and always be trying things that are outside of my comfort zone. And so we need people like that. We need people who are older to continue to work really hard and work really passionately in this art form in order to keep ballet going. This is another episode that's going to come soon, is how do we keep ballet alive in current culture? And I think that's the first thing, is we need more examples of more types of people um, engaging in this art form, whether that's, you know, because you have a different color skin, whether that's because you come from a place that, you know, doesn't have, um, I don't know, really formal ballet training or whatever it is, but because you are an example, you are a representation of whatever group that you are, that inspires those people who are like you to, to continue on. And I think that is incredibly important. We need examples of people who are older, who are doing this, and that keeps people in the art form and, um, you know, gives them something, somebody to look up to, to look forward to. Yeah, it's like you're looking forward into your life and people say, don't worry about the future. But if you can see someone, you know, um, 10 years ahead of you doing something like that, that's so inspirational. I think it, it's incredible. And that that's kind of what I wanted to come on here and say. Um, that may be a, a rambly way to, to get to it. But uh, yeah, so if you are in that age range and you're listening and um, you maybe want to talk more about this, I would love to speak with somebody who's much older than me. And I'm, I mean, like, you know, in their 60s or older. Um, if you're someone listening and that interests you, please drop me a line. You can DM me um, on Instagram at the Longshot Ballerina or you can email me at longshotballerinas at gmail.com. Please feel free to contact me. And now, um, without further ado, let's talk about the giveaway. Yay! <laughs> so the giveaway prize is a handmade crochet 
bow bag filled with ballet items, both useful and beautiful. So you'll be receiving this in the mail. I will ship it anywhere in the world. So please don't feel like you can't enter. If you live somewhere far away, I will pay that shipping for you. So included in the bag are uh, exercise loop bands. So those are like the rubber bands that you use to work your hips and your thighs. I really like them for turnout. I think they're wonderful um, for um, the hip to strengthen. Um, You'll also get a yellow TheraBand, a white Morella wrap skirt, a mesh shoe bag in a forest green. I love my shoe bag. It is like, I think it's saving my point shoes. It makes sure that your shoes dry out in between uses, which is really important. So you're going to love that. And it's great to see what you have in it. Super easy. Uh, And then also a $10 Starbucks gift card because we all need a little caffeine fix or a dessert fix. I am partial to the lemon pound cake. It's like the icing on top. Oh my God, it's so good. So you're going to get $10 to Starbucks. So this total value is about $125 as far as my math is mathing. (laughs) So I spent hours on this bag. I, I really did stitch love in every stitch. So um, I can't wait to see who who wins it. And I hope you enjoy that. So in order to enter first, make sure you're following the long shot ballerina. That's me on Instagram. And then you're going to share your favorite episode of the podcast on your social media and tag me. So you can either share, you could share an audio clip. You could share a screenshot of the episode, um, however you want to, especially if there's like a little clip that really helped you or something. I would love to see that, but it's not required. Uh, just sharing the episode of the podcast onto your social media. And then secondly, share the giveaway reel to your story. So that will be on my main feed. Uh, at the long shot ballerina and then for extra entries this is not required because i hate bothering people so i will never require you to tag anybody just to enter so but if you would like enter extra entries you can tag a friend in the comments of the giveaway reel and um each separate i believe each separate comment and each separate tag will be an, an entry so if you want to tag three people just do three separate comments uh and that will be um bonus entries okay so thank you so much for joining me today's episode i know it was a short one if you haven't already please do follow my ballet journey on instagram at the long shot ballerina and please please rate and review the podcast on whatever platform you happen to be listening on it does help the algorithm to suggest the show to more people and it helps to grow this very small community of like-minded adults pursuing excellence in ballet I hope everyone has a great rest of their week. Uh, The giveaway closes on next Wednesday at 11.59 p.m. And then I will announce the uh, winner of the giveaway on Thursday's podcast. I wish you all luck and we will talk soon. Bye.